Recording, Dave. Are you recording? I am recording. All right, All right cool. Right. Ready to go. All right, here we go. <clears throat> so this one will be on both shows, Dave, and just uh, nothing important to put together an episode. But this will be the discussion piece or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then uh, for it's all good, man. But I'm I'm not going to do both of the intros. I'm just going to go right into talking about what we're doing. Okay. Sound cool? Yeah, maybe I'll do one for nothing important or something. Okay. Do you want me to do the Saw Good Man thing to start off? Yes. All right. <clears throat> it's weird doing it with an audience. I'm trying not to think about it. All right. Wait, hold on. Wait, Ladies can't, <laughs> I can't let you do that. Because because you went on air. Yeah. That was Don't mind the rabble rousers. All right, ready? Okay, here we go. All right, we got to get through this. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all good, man. The better. Better Call Saul podcast. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, is my shoe salesman, Dave. Dave, how's it going, buddy? As a Cubs fan, greatest day of my life. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, my wife was all amped up about it. What? There's uh, they hit like a or no hitter, right? Yeah. So Jake area Jake Arietta throws a no hitter. Chris Bryant hit a grand slam. The catcher is retiring. He already announced his retirement at the end of the season. He got to catch his first mm. no-hitter ever. He picked somebody off. He hit a home run. They scored 16 runs. Like, anything you want in a baseball game happened, and this is the first yeah. game that I watched all year. I, I got to be honest, Dave. I have no idea what any of that means. I'm just happy that you're happy. My wife's happy. Uh, so, right on, man. I'm, I'm glad that everything went this well would, for you. This would be um, like watching... Triple H win the Royal Rumble for you? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> kind of. Dick. Yeah. Okay. I no, guess that's you right. Don't give a shit about professional wrestling. Yeah. 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 All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we got going on today, it's it's kind of a special, uh, it's kind of like a special episode for a couple reasons. One, Dave and I got so swamped and so bogged down with the Saw Goodman this year just because of all the cool stuff that's happened, right, Dave? Because last season, we yeah. would just pack everything into one night, and it was so much more manageable. But since uh, we ended up getting advanced screenings, plus the t-shirts, plus now we actually talk to, like, real people. Yeah, like, real people instead of us just talking for, like, a half hour and shit, like... <laughs> It, it it's kind of become you know it, it's get busy, it gets busy for us right like yeah. you, you have a job you're an audio engineer you have clients all throughout the day my real life job I'm not gonna say what it is but like my real life job there are a lot of times where like I could be working at three in the morning right 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 exactly so it's been su it's been super busy for us but this episode is gonna be kind of a dual episode between not a male escort Vince by the way I'm just gonna go ahead and say it right now we'll be adding comments Vince and Cody who are Twitter followers of it's all good men are actually uh, in a live chat right now as Dave and I are recording this so if you hear me reference them 
uh, then that's what's going on. But this is an exciting episode because it's finally us getting back to nothing important, which was the first one. And we haven't been able to do it because the Saul Goodman got so busy on us that we started replaying uh, classic episodes of nothing important. But what's cool about that, Dave, is one, it's kind of funny to hear what we sounded like a year and a half it's, ago. It's funny to hear but, how I produced it and how I mixed it and edited it a, a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's been definite like growth, and like we're we're kind of like now I feel starting to get in our real actual swing of things, right? Yeah, this is like you know it's season two. It's it's you know first one's working out the kinks, second one's getting a little better, and you should peak by three or four. Right, exactly. So, um, so this is the first time that we've been able to record something for that would work with nothing important in a while, as opposed to just replaying the classic episodes. And right. uh, be, before we we get started. Uh, about uh, our uh, well, my trip to LA, and we'll we'll talk about that in a second, Dave. Um, it, it's just nice to have something that we're going to put new on nothing important for a while. And uh, I do go on vacation next week, so there's going to be another dark week. I'm just going to post a shit ton of classic episodes because why the hell not? I might the week have after- something. Okay, Dave, you want to post something? Yeah, go I'm right thinking. Ahead. I don't care. It's uh, your show too. Friend of the podcast, Alex Hoffer. You can hear him on the Michael Mando interview with us. We have a new idea the we're noth- going to try, so I might... The nothing, the nothing important version of the Michael Mando interview, not the It's All Good Man. No, he was in the interview. Oh, that's like, right, he was. Okay, <laughs> I'm third sorry, mic I apologize. Fourth mic in it on the interview. <laughs> I, right. didn't, I didn't cut him out, <laughs> just the one okay. interview. <laughs> all right. <laughs> What's with all the blank so, spaces? Oh. So anyway, if Dave throws something up, Dave, go ahead, toss something up. Uh, but for me, I'll be dark next week, and then... Uh, and then coming up the next week, I'm working on more uh, celebrity interviews. Dave and I are going to try to try to uh, do some sort of uh, podcast for uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's called They Alive, Damn It. They Alive, Damn and It. As I underst- and as I understand it, Dave, you're working on a theme song for that, right? Yeah, I'm working on a theme song. Um, I'm trying to emulate the original theme song, but I'm not really sure which way I'm going to go with it yet, but... It's been a fun experiment for me as an audio engineer, I'll tell you that much. Because I'm trying to do that auto-tune the news, songify this thing that's going on. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah, we'll cool. see what happens. Cool. Right on. So uh, anyway, uh, we were able, we got invites this season to go sit in with the audience of Talking Saw, which airs live after the finale of uh, Better Call Saul, and everybody was asking me about the process and the trip and everything that we go through, so we figured that'd be kind of the subject of our discussion tonight. Uh, Dave has some last-minute things come up, and so he he wasn't able to make the trip, but, dude, we, we missed you so much. We missed you so much. I know, and I, I know that and the guys that went in my stead as my surrogates, I haven't seen in a while either, so I was, wish I would have been there. Yeah, but it's okay. Well, hopefully with any luck, we'll get another invite Especially. next season. And who knows? Who knows what other uh, cool stuff is going to happen between now and then? Because, you know, made a couple cool contacts, talked to some people. And uh, we, we do all right because of our awesome listeners for It's All Good Men. So I'm, I'm sure there'll be more uh, there'll be more opportunity out there. But just know you were missed and you were not forgotten, my friend. I appreciate it. Forgive me for not for looking at my phone. I'm actually texting about work tomorrow. Okay, it's cool. It's the cool. Joys it's, of a uh, freelancer. Yeah, we'll just edit. We'll just edit all that out in post. Yep. <laughs> all right. So uh, anyway, Dave. So uh, pretty fun trip. Uh, this is kind of funny. So there was two gentlemen that came with us, and you've heard them on various uh, episodes of Nothing Important podcast. We had our friend Fink 
and our friend Tim, who went in Dave's stead. And uh, <laughs> so the, the first adventure was we get to the airport. It's about 4.30 in the morning. We're at Chicago O'Hare Airport on a Saturday morning. For uh, you know, and we flew super high class Spirit Airlines. I paid the extra twenty five bucks <laughs> to get the exit row, so I got like the extra nine inches of uh, of seating. And we get there. Me and Tim are all ready to go. And our friend Fink turns out he actually booked his flight for the wrong days, so he drove. <laughs> he, he drove two hours from where he lives in Central Illinois. To be at the airport with us at that time in the morning, oh, man. we line up for security to get our bags checked, and uh, sure as shit, he scheduled his flight like the wrong fucking day. Oh, geez. so Mister Authority on everything, yeah, Mister Attention yeah. to Detail, absolutely. And, and what made it even better <laughs> is uh, uh, we were already running late, and we only had like maybe twenty minutes to get like across <laughs> the terminal. So then he had to go back. He had to go back, get in the spirit line, pay an extra two hundred bucks. Oh God! And then, and then come back and stand with us in the security line. So of course we let him cut in. Uh, my wife just walked in. Hi, wife. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, it, it cost him two hundred bucks, and then the beauty of it is, it cost him another hundred dollars on the other side because not only did he book the wrong flight out, but or yeah, the wrong flight to L.A., but he booked the wrong flight back to Chicago. So one fell swoop, his uh, super cheap <laughs> Spirit flight turned into like a Delta Airlines flight or something. It became really, really expensive for him. That's awesome. Uh, so. Yeah, it it was totally cool. So just some notes before the uh, talking uh, saw thing. Uh, we uh, I I know that there's people that listen to our show from California, and everybody tells me that the California pizza is terrible. Yes, and uh, it is. It is freaking terrible. Did you try? I ordered. Dude, you should have hit me up. Why? Because you're in Mel's stomping grounds. I knew where to go. Oh, I don't know. We what I did was <laughs> just a well, pollo first, loco and in an out burger. I mean, that's it. Well. Once we once we finally checked into our Airbnb, um, we ordered. <laughs> my wife's uh, being hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, we ordered Airbnb, and or we once we checked into our Airbnb, we ordered pizza, and I picked like how bad could it be? Like the highest rated Yelp review for where we were because we were right in the Fairfax district, right around the block from CBS Television City, which is where we had to go. And I'm like, oh, mamas and papas. Four star, you know, four and a half star rating, highest rating pizza in the area. I got it. It was the worst pizza I ever had. Then I had the chicken wings and instantly got food poisoning. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like first day there, throwing up, feeling sick. And then what even made it worse is like, I'm still being a trooper, you know, mm -hmm. like I took like an hour long cold shower and I was ready to go out that night because we were going to try to hang out with our friend Owen Benjamin. But then the two people that I came with, Tim and Fink, both fell asleep till about 10 o'clock the next morning. So we never even got to go out the first night we were there. I know, a bunch of fucking amateurs. Trying try to party like you're in your 20s again, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Because well, when we were in our 20s, it was the same thing. You just, the times were shifted, you know, right. four hours later. Right, you know, and I think uh, I think we all just had, really, to be honest with you, between the jet lag and the $14 Bloody Marys on Spirit Airline, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> the numerous $14 Bloody Marys on Spirit Airline, I think, uh, one sec. <laughs> My wife's flashing me, by the way. <laughs> Off camera, of course. 
Cody and Vince, I'm glad you're here. My wife is just off camera flashing me. <laughs> oh, Vince, nice. So, the prices break your nice. spirit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, so the next day comes and we just kind of tool around and we, we went to Venice Beach and all that. And uh, did you walk? The, sorry, did you walk the boardwalk? We did. We passed Muscle Beach. Is the freak show uh, still there? Yeah, the freak show's there. We didn't go oh. in, but Muscle Beach was uh, unimpressive and a lot shittier than I thought it'd be. Like, it looks like uh, they bought all their outside equipment at a thrift shop. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's been outside so... for how many years? I mean, what, right. You were there, You so you would have been there on a Monday, right? Or did you go on Sunday? Yeah, Monday? I, no, I actually think it was Sunday morning. We walked past it oh. after we flew in. Oh, okay. Or Airbnb. I, I went there on like a Saturday afternoon. I actually went and saw Django Unchained, so whenever that came out. Hmm. And uh, it gotcha. was it was pretty cool. I enjoyed the experience. There's a lot of people, a lot of yeah. people there. Yeah. So, um, uh, nothing really too eventful. We went to In and Out Burger, which apparently you have to do at uh, it went when you're in California, and it wasn't actually that bad. I was actually pleasantly surprised. I mean, it's not like the world's greatest bit burger, like everybody makes it out to be. No, but, uh, I mean, it's, but it's 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 different. like somewhere you, between. It's not home, you know. It's not what we get around right. It, it's like it's like somewhere between. Uh, Wendy's and Five Guys. <laughs> oh no, no, <laughs> pretty much no, where no. It sits. no! I don't like totally, Five Guys. Totally. I don't like Five Guys. Um, um I would, no, I would put it between just... like McDonald's and the place in town here. <laughs> There's a pizza place with awesome burgers around here. It's weird, but um, M Burger. Anyone in Chicago is that's curious about In and Out Burger. It's M Burger is a copy of In and Out Burger. Yeah. Okay. Animal style. Well, Did you go either- animal style? Dude, I don't even know. I just, it, there was so many, the thing, the, here's what I noticed about In-N-Out Burger. Uh, not only is it really packed, but Asian people love to save all the tables at In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> so it's like everybody's standing, but every table had like one really old Asian person sitting there trying to save the table for the rest of the other <laughs> old Asian people. It was like, they wouldn't let anybody sit down. So, I mean, they had a, like a game plan. They had it all planned out. They were like trading off, getting Cokes, and, you know, like drinks and stuff. So... <laughs> Uh, the biggest thing they about just that, wanted, I'm sorry, they just wanted it more. Pretty much is what, is what it was. The biggest thing about that place is the potatoes, the French fries. Yeah, French fries are pretty yummy. Well, yeah, they so, cut they uh, cut over, the potato straight into the deep fryer. There's no oh, they're fresh as shit. No, they, no, fr- I got. They you. literally okay, cut it cool. and it falls into the deep fryer. It's they're, that's why the fries are so good. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you know, it was a good experience, and then we found like a hole in the wall bar, and we got kind of drunk before we headed to the studio. <laughs> to to see uh which you guys are Saul. you guys are want to do yeah as we are want to do and uh that's kind of when the experience really began it, it was really cool for us and I, I gotta be honest um cody and vince uh you guys only know know me from what you've heard you know like on the podcast and stuff like that but like uh like not to talk myself up, but I'm sure Dave will attest. Anytime I get to do something cool or I plan a trip, I always try to plan how I can bring so many people with me. You know what I mean? Shut up, Dave. <laughs> but um, no, but you, you are we, you are like the the chaperone a lot of times. Yeah. You're the organizer. You you get shit done, my friend. You get shit done. Yeah. And um, so we we go in line. There's already like a line of, of maybe like twenty, thirty people. And so we stand in the back of the line and this lady walks up to us and she's like, what's your name? And we tell him our name and she's like, oh, well, you're going to come with me. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like AMC guy hooked us up. But no, we just got to move to the front of the line. So so it was, it was better. It was better than nothing. We got like the cool black, uh, 
the cool black wristband as opposed to the hot pink wristband. So it means we got to go in and pick our seats first. So uh, nice. our AMC rep, <laughs> exactly, Cody. Cody says that's super fancy, and yes, it is. So, um, so this guy named Ryan, our, our AMC rep name is Ryan. So Ryan gets up and he tells us how everything is going to work. They conf- confiscate cell phones, which is why, uh, which is which is why um, I, I didn't get pictures. I told everybody I tried to take pictures of stuff, but they conf- confiscate your cell phone and they explain it because. They were like, well, you know, you guys are about to go watch the finale. We can't have people texting or about the finale before it airs. So everybody give me your shit, right? Wait, what So what time did this, this didn't happen like live? No, this was like, well, it, it gets to that. But like at this point, it was five in the afternoon okay. LA time. Okay. So that would have been like about an hour ahead of time. Yeah. For. So it's kind of cool. They they will you in, and uh, they they sit us in this area between the politically incorrect stage with Bill Maher and the Price is Right. <laughs> so there was like just some dead space, and they wheeled out like a hundred inch projector. Hmm. Told us that uh, we're gonna get to watch uh, you know the the finale of season two, Better Call Saul. That's why they took our phones, and people are going to you can write down questions to ask Vince Gilligan. And David Gould, Peter Gould, and uh, P- sorry, Peter Gould. I know a guy <laughs> named David Gould, and Peter Gould, Robbie and, Gould, um, and the the special guest for the night is um, Jonathan Banks. Uh, Jonathan Jonathan Banks. So I was like, oh, okay. I already got my questions. So my question for uh, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould was, can I borrow ten bucks? And then my my question for <laughs> my question for uh, uh, Jonathan Banks was. Could you ask Vince Gilligan if I could borrow 10 bucks? <laughs> <sighs> and if you don't believe me, I'll post a picture of it because <laughs> no, I brought the question. I, I believe you. I, I I believe you. I can vouch for that. Right. But it it's so weird. So me, our friend Tim, and our friend Fink, we're all sitting there. And like, like there's really only like 50 people in the audience. It, it was not very many people. I kind of picked so that up sitting. from watching it. it. Like the, you know, sound of the applause and stuff. I figure it's kind of a yeah, small group. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's kind of fun. Cause, uh, you know, we're like in between the studio sets. So you can see like through the back window of, uh, of, uh, Bill Marsh or uh, show, you know, and then like to the right of you is like all the, uh, all the, um, prices, right stages you know and they all kind of compact together because they just shift them in and yeah. out all show and such so I, that was neat. I know how it goes right right on yeah <laughs> and uh so it, you know like i was uh, the guy make uh, ryan makes an announcement he's like well uh nobody else has seen this this uh final final screening and i totally want to be like <laughs> i did like you know like we're all like winking at each other like <laughs> uh Cody wants to know how uh, how tempted I was to spin the wheel. I didn't actually get to see uh, any of the mechanics of it except for uh, the uh, the mountain hiker. The mount- uh, no, not Plinko. The ma- the, the mountain climber. Showdown? Yeah, it was like a, it was no. like his fortieth. The mount, whatever the mountain climber was. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Whatever the fuck he is. Yeah, <laughs> I got to see him, and it's it's funny because they have like this big sign that said the mountain climber turned forty. Oh, nice. This week, take a take a picture with them, but they, but they took all of our cameras. So you couldn't, it was just kind of like an, Oh, like the one us, time right? it's inconvenient to have the, the camera actually on your phone. 
Right, yeah. So it's just like, oh, okay, cool. We, we saw that. So anyway, so there's like an intermission because then from there, they move you upstairs to where the studio is. And uh, there you go, cliffhangers. Thank you, Vince. Uh, so they, they take you up these big-ass stairs to the studio where Talk of Saw is actually filmed, but there was about 15 minutes in between then. So uh, everybody could go out and get a pop or something like that and hang out a bit before you go upstairs to the, you know view the taping. And uh, I'm talking to Ryan from AMC, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, like, thank you so much. I'm, I'm Brian from It's All Good Man. Thanks for hooking it up. And I'm just talking with him. He's like, oh, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, glad you guys can make it. You know, just answering questions and such. We get to go upstairs to um, to the filming and uh, we're sitting there, and somebody's yelling, Brian? Brian? And then like, starts, like, saying my last name. like, And, like, Tim is poking me. He's like, hey, I think that guy's talking to you. So I turn, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm Brian. And he's like, from uh, the Saw Good Man podcast? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm Ryan from AMC. So was, I was talking to some guy as if he was him because his name was coincidentally was Ryan. So, like, the... Ryan, Ryan, the <laughs> so, show. Because I'm just imagining the story. Like the, the guy's probably like, mm, yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, no, I'm thinking, he was, thinking he's big time in you or whatever. No, he, he totally <laughs> played it off. He's like, oh yeah, great. You know, glad you guys can make it. You know, I'm like, guy. no, I just, I'm like, I wanted to shake your hand because it's cool. Everything you've done for me. And he's like, oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even really Ryan the AMC guy until I met him afterwards, and I'm just like. Wow, that guy not only was really good at playing it all off, but I guarantee all night he's going to be like, all right, this fucking crazy guy. I kept <laughs> acting like I gave him the world, you know, because I was trying to be really appreciative. And uh, it, it was totally, it was totally the. Uh, well, no, the I want to meet Ryan too if he's that good at playing shit off because, you know, that's something that we would have done. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys know this, but back in the day, Dave and I, you know, we were acquaintances of Peter from Epic Rap Battles of History, and I'm even talking to the first Ryan guy because he looked exactly like Pete from Epic Rap oh, Battles. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I'm like, you look, you look like a guy we know. Pete Shukoff from Epic Rap Battles of History. You look just like him, kind of act. Like, because I thought I had the connection of us emailing back and forth for the past few months. Right. But no, that guy was just playing it off like I was his buddy. It was, and, But it was totally the wrong fucking guy. That's so funny. Oh, good stuff. So... So, uh, we're, <laughs> we're, um, I, and I, I go over and talk to Ryan from AMC and he's, he, you know, like, like now I'm putting two and two together, but I don't tell him that I already talked to the other Ryan. So, you know, like, I'm just like re going over everything with him. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, thank you for giving us like advanced screenings. Cool with the t-shirts, you know? And, and then he hits me with, uh, did you like the finale? And I was like, Yes. Yes, I did. Which, which, <laughs> well, <we laughs> which did. I did. I mean, I mean, it's 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 good, but um, yeah, it's just not what I thought it. You know, you know, like I'd like it to have a little bit more punch, and I said that at the end of the first season mm -hmm. too. You know, it'd be nicer to have a little bit more punch. Yeah. Uh, Cody uh, must have just received received his T-shirt, so no problem, Cody. I'm glad you could win one. Um, so. I, you know, but like, I, I didn't tell him that. I was just like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and then it's kind of sat back down. We're such bad bullshitters. And, like, we, right. we're too like, and, honest and transparent sometimes to be, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and so I sit down, I'm like doing, like, just rubbing my forehead, laughing. 
And uh, Tim's like, well, what'd he ask you? I'm like, he asked me if I liked the finale. And he's like, what'd you tell him? I'm like, well, I, I didn't lie to him. I, I did <laughs> like the finale, but now I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast because I, don't, I hope I didn't come off as overly harsh. But then I'm like, you know what? You got to respect my honest opinion. You know what I right. mean? Like, like I'm, I, I can't say everything is is perfect, and I, I don't think there'd be any sort of reprisal because it's not like I even really like trashed it or anything like that. But like, I got the feeling that yeah, we, like, put, poor we Ryan, put all that on Owen, <laughs> right? I want I, I think like poor Ryan really wanted me to like gush over it, you know? Right. But and I mean, I'm totally if he's listening, I'm totally appreciative of, of everything he did. But when he hit me with the with the question, I was just like. I, I can't even lie because he probably listens to the podcast <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> and making sure I'm doing everything right. So like Ryan, if you're listening, number one, you're awesome. Two, mm. sorry, I mistook the other Ryan for you. Three, yes, I really did like the finale. Just me personally, it would have been nice to have a little bit more punch. But uh, I, I do. I, to- well, I, I totally we, love the we, show. We established it. We liked it except for the blue yeah. balls, you know. Exactly. As, as so, you know, yeah, we, we, we said, yeah, whatever. I said my mind so was blown at certain parts of it. So, right. So they have like a, a countdown as it's going into record live and they're doing like the promo where it's like, Hey, I'm Chris Hardwick and coming up, we have a uh, blah, 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 about the ending of better call Saul. And, and like, we had to do that like three times. And in between there, they had like some comedian who was just keeping, keeping things going between when it was airing. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, and between the segments, so every time there was a commercial or a segment or that Better Call Saul live quiz that they had and all that, yeah. um, the comedian would talk to the crowd and keep them going and then lead in claps and boos or whatever you're supposed to do, right? Right. So even though I was the, I was the first person in for VIP seating, there was two rows of people, um, two rows of people in there ahead of us who were contest winners. So like all the contests you see on TV, these people actually won it and they were talking to him and there was one guy who, uh, I, I guess this like was really overzealous and like, look, I was like pumped <laughs> to be there. I, I was so like I was super happy, you know, laughing at Vince's but, question there. Uh, Vince wants to know, is it possible for Chris Hardwalk, uh, Hardwalk? Let's try that again. One, two, three. Uh, Viz wants to know if it's possible for Chris Hardwick to talk any faster. And uh, no, I, I I don't know. That was like his speed for everything. Even when he talked off of it, he just like rattled stuff <laughs> off. Oh, so uh, this is kind of cool. Actually, on a side note, when we were waiting in line to go into the studio, Chris Hardwick like ran by the line, right? And then right as he had to do the first promo for coming up in five minutes, uh, talking song, uh-huh. um, he like came running in and they said, well, the reason why he came running in is because he's actually recording his other show. <laughs> and just as that ends, he records talking saw uh-huh. live, but because he had to do the promo, he like was on a commercial break for his other show, ran over, did the promo left, finished his other show, and then came back to that studio wow. and, and did talking saw live. So I guess he just works like crazy. Um, so anyway, this, this guy in the audience, um, I, I guess just really wanted to be part of the show. So it was kind of weird, you know, cause like Jonathan Banks is like just kind of hamming it up and he's like, he's like, yeah, glad everybody could be here. Right. And everybody just kind of claps like, oh, that's cool. He acknowledges the audience. And then this like one guy was like, <laughs> no, we're glad you could be here, Mike. 
And like, you just feel everybody like, okay, well, that's cool. The dude's just like super excited to be there, right? Like, okay. But he did that like 20 times. So like, like by the end, like you remember the comedian I was talking about that came in between the episodes mm -hmm. was like, hey, where are, you, where are you from? And he said where he was from. And the comedian's like, so uh, how, was the, uh, how was the weather where you're from? And instead of just saying like, oh, 60 degrees. He started going off on like this big tangent about what it's like to live where he's from. Pull out a green screen. And like, well, see, we have a high pressure area coming in from the north. And when this, this you, <laughs> you, you could almost feel the comedian, though, just being like, dude, like, just give me like a number so I can continue my shtick right. before the commercial comes back out. So he, he was, it, it got to a point where, uh, watch him be a listener, by the way. It's going to be hilarious. He's going to fucking write me emails, whatever. So, um, yeah, uh, Cody says, I'm sure that was real awkward. And uh, yes, Cody, it was. So, <laughs> so um, taking it hard to pay. It, it got it got to the point where like he he was playing along, but I think he wanted to be so much in the moment that he wanted to be a part of it mm -hmm. and have actual interactions. So, I mean, I guess good for him. He was making it happen, right? But it really like kind of killed the vibe a lot of times. And like towards the end of the taping, which was like an hour. It was like an hour and a half because then they did a web show afterwards. But there was points. It was like one of those things like he would talk and everybody would just be like, <sighs> you know what I mean? And like, I was just like, okay, dude, like just let the, like the people whose job this is like do their job. Like, don't try to, don't try to bogart it. You know what well, I mean? It's like the, the other, so, um, the other week when I went and saw Harlan Williams do stand up and he had a heckler and nobody laughed and he just goes, you see how hard comedy is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the best comeback. Yeah. So, um, hold on. We're going to pause recording while Brian drinks another beer. Oh. Let me get a little drink of milk here. Does the body good. Milk is what my babies drink, Dave. Yeah. Well, I drink milk from your mom's boobs. Cody and Dave, uh, Cody and Vince, are you guys having fun watching us be jackasses? <laughs> milk was a bad choice. All right, cool. Another benefit of I'm listening to, to us while we record, because I'm going to say something off the air about the Chris Hardwick thing, is that when uh, when Owen and I were setting up the uh, interviews or you know the the co-hosting jobs, he called Chris Hardwick the human Adderall pill. Really, and just because it keeps going. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good for him, though. I mean, like I I have a huge respect for people that that I'd hustle and, be like, and work hard. I'd, I'd rather be like that than like me, Mister. <laughs> 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 I'd rather be, I'd rather be Chris Hardwick than me. <laughs> Freaking ER walking in. Hey guys. Okay, I'll get to that in a second. What's minutes. with Bob being right, a chef? So, oh, okay, okay. I was thinking about yeah, the episode, not the show. Okay. Yep. And, and for all the right, record, I, I purposely had Brian not tell me any of this until we recorded it. So all my reactions are in fact genuine. <laughs> all right you ready yeah. back to the show ready one two three so anyway it was kind of a surreal experience uh being actually in the studio audience watching because you're you're really super crammed and they have like that crane camera uh -huh. like where, that they use to record everything and it's like swooping back and forth to get the camera angles but they tell you not to stand up because the crane is going to hit you mm -hmm. and that's definitely true it was like less than a foot over your head oh, wow. at all times so it was like almost like claustrophobic as it was swooping around and hmm. like there's an angle that they do where the camera is like down at the table you know like looking up at the guest on the couch and 
Uh, so like it, when it swooped down, it was like right over the top and right in front of the front row of the audience to get the angle and then back up. And I was just sitting there thinking like, man, they're going to hit somebody with the camera, but, but they never did. Those totally, guys are pros, uh, man. A bunch of, yeah, totally. Those guys make union so, scale uh, and they earn that money. Yeah. And it, it was, yeah, it, it was live and no retakes. Uh, uh, Vince Gilligan seemed pretty cool during the, uh, commercial breaks and stuff. He would talk about the writers, and some of them were there, so he'd bring out the writers. That's cool. And such, and everybody, yeah, totally. Everybody could clap for him, yeah. and uh, just went went through the entire show, and it, it was such a weird mix. Like I was, I like it, it was almost like a little too long to be there live, you know, just because you're cramped mm-hmm. in the studio because like there is no room. I felt bad because I sweat from my armpits really bad, and like on one side. I'm touching my friend Tim, and on the other side, there's some chick that I've never met before in my life, and she's, her, her shoulder was probably all wet from my armpit sweat. You just put your arm around her and let her ride, man. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> so, eh, so, it's the um, curse of being a fat guy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Vince says, better feel sweat, indeed. <laughs> so so it, it was kind of cool. They go through the show. And uh, and then at the end, uh, Vince was asking about uh, Bob being in the shadows. Even people in the studio couldn't see him, you know, and, until Chris Hardwick was like, you know, and thanks to Bob, uh, Bob uh, Odenkirk, we wish he, yeah, is he here? Is he here? And I'm like, oh, that motherfucker's totally here. And he came like running in and uh, it, it was striking what he looks like without his makeup or his hair dyed because his hair is like white and, and you know, he's got to be in his in his mid fifty mid fifties now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So yeah, they but they it, really it was cool seeing them. They they do a good job making them look a little younger, a little totally a little younger, totally. Yeah. So, but it was cool. Uh, he he came over and talked to the audience and such, and uh, and uh, our friend Fink. I was so happy for him because Fink is a longtime friend of mine. I lived with him for years. Just a super stellar dude. And when a spot opened up, I was I was so happy that he was able to to come last night. I was happy he that he was fucking, the one that could take my spot. You, yeah, yeah. E- even though he booked his flights wrong, I'm glad that he got it all worked out. <laughs> and uh, he he said, uh, what made him most excited? He's a big fan of Chris Hardwick, <laughs> and he's a super big fan of Bob Odenkirk back from the uh, you know Mr. Show days. Uh, what? Yeah, from the Mr. Show days. Yeah. So it was just funny seeing him. He's like, if anybody would have seen me, they would have thought I was a teenage girl in an NSYNC concert because I was less than like 10 feet away from Bob Odenkirk. And he's like, and it was so great for me because I've seen it in real life that Bob Odenkirk and Chris Hardwick are actual people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Good point. Yeah. So, I, I mean, uh, that, that was pretty much it, uh, you know, and then they, they wrap taping. And uh, and we left, uh, but I did get a couple cool prizes. Oh yeah, um, you know, on the show they had the uh, the squat cobbler T-shirt. Yes. Yeah, I got a squat cobbler T-shirt. No shit. And yeah, and I also got uh, the Better Call Saul book called "Don't Go to Jail" <laughs> about how you shouldn't go to jail. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, it it was a super super uh, cool experience and then the next day we just did shit like uh we went to the uh, art museum we went to the la brea tar pits which is something i wanted to see since i was like six years old <laughs> you know what i mean because i'm like a big dinosaur there. fan yeah totally so overall it was it was a really good time and i i really can't thank amc 
and Ryan from ANC enough for giving us, you know, the opportunity to do that. And I, w- I was telling people out there, um, cause we met up with one of our friends, friends, and I, and I was telling them out there, um, I, I never thought that one, we would ever make money off podcasts or two that we would ever get to do something so cool. And for some reason, people listen to us and they, that's given us the opportunity. Like for me, I think I've said it before, like even like fuck going out to LA, just the fact that like they would give us t-shirts to hand out to people. Mm -hmm. Like, and even though the shipping comes out of my own pocket, like I still think that's like, that still makes me happy that like, like, you know, like I, I don't like to talk about anything I've ever accomplished all that much, but I, I was actually like, you know, visibly proud because I was like, well, look, look what I did. I gave my friends a reason to go to LA. Yeah. You know, these, these people that listen to us, like I, I could at least pay it back a little bit and send t-shirts out. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then the advanced screenings and the talk of salt tickets were really like the, the icing on the cake. So it was super cool. And I'm super appreciative and it, it just makes me want to work harder uh, for the next year, which is why I try to do my end of the bargain, which is make us sound good. Right, that's really absolutely. all I do. I, mean, I just make a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Even the fact that they say we have our own podcast, please cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Actually, no. Cody or uh, uh, Vince is—he's uh, making a joke, it's like as if they were oh. going to kick us off for doing. Yeah, because they because they have the better pot. The we're like the better Better Call Saul podcast, but I, I guess the official Better Call Saul podcast would be the better. Better, better call Saul podcast, but no, it's not. You you don't add a better, you take away a better. They were just the better call Saul podcast. Right, we're the guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, overall, overall, pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah. and then we got drunk. Tim and Fink and I, we were we we had some time to kill before going to the airport. And uh, my buddy Fink ran into um, uh, Ro- Henry Rollins on the street. Oh my god! God yeah. damn it! See, that, you were supposed—I was, I was supposed to tell you to, we should try and talk to him. Okay, I'll reach out. I was just—I was just having a conversation with somebody that said that Henry Rollins is great on podcasts. He's got a new movie out, and he'd be awesome to talk to. And he likes doing them. Yeah. So yeah. Well, we 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 ran so, into him. So on the Fink street. ran so. into like like ran into him, or just like in yes, passing because he was because he was playing with his phone. And there was this like, not big guy, but like you know, a white haired dude like talking to some people on the sidewalk in front of some shop. Oh, he's and stout. Fink ran into him. He's stout. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Fink ran into him, and I didn't even know who it was, but uh, Fink just goes, uh, he just goes, uh, "Holy shit! I just ran into Henry Rollins." And I'm like, "Wait, like literally?" And he's like, "Yeah, that dude I bumped into. That's Henry Rollins." So I looked him up on the phone. So sure, shit. So we ran into Henry, like literally awesome. ran into Henry Rollins. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun. And, and then we got drunk, went to the airport. and um, I just want to scream, I'm a liar at Henry Rollins one time in my life. I think I would like to. Oh, yeah, it. I'm sure he has. I heard that a million times. I know. Because <laughs> I'm super so, original and clever. <laughs> so, it, um, so it was super cool. And like I said before, at the beginning of all this bullshit, uh, Dave and I are actually recording this. With uh, we're kind of trying this new thing, blab recording it with uh, people hanging out with us tonight. So, uh, Vince and Cody, do you guys have any any questions about anything, or are you curious about anything that went on? And you know, if not, like now's the time to do it. If you have any questions for Dave and I, not where they're not that we're that cool, but we'll be able to throw it <laughs> on there. Cody has none. 
You got it. You got. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's funny is like uh, off the record, Cody, when you type that, I was thinking Vince Gilligan. And I was like, you got anything offhand, Vince? And I was like, no, I didn't like even talk to Vince. Gilligan. <laughs> but but uh, Vince Gilligan doesn't look at all like you would think he would look. He, you know, I mean, I've seen him many, many times at this point. And no, no, nobody yeah, does, I man. It, I, yeah. Do do you guys, uh, Vince and Cody, do we look like you thought we would look? Have you seen us before? That's a good question. Yeah, we try to hide our faces and stuff. So. <laughs> so but Cody, Cody, and, Cody and Vince, thanks for hanging out with us, man. It's been like 45 minutes of us... Uh, yeah, it's been uh, forty five minutes of us just BSing. So that's cool that you're hanging out. And actually, maybe we do better with an audience because by this time, usually when Dave and I record, there's so many takes and retakes <laughs> that it actually lasts a lot longer than it currently does. I usually cut. Yeah, I usually end up cutting ten to fifteen minutes out. Uh, have you guys thought of doing an instant take podcast on Monday, and then later do a more informed one with fan stuff? Uh, kind of, kind of, kind of. Well, last year, I don't know if you listened to the podcast, uh, the better call Saul podcast last year. Uh, but it, it was a big deal because I think what helped us kind of gain some notoriety is the fact that Dave and I would record together and then Dave would drive an hour and a half home, stay up till three in the morning, edit it, send me a text message that would wake me up. And then I would post the episode just so we could be the first episode on iTunes and for iTunes subscribers. And right. then we got the advanced advanced screenings this year and we're like, oh, okay, we can watch the episode the Wednesday after the previous episode, find a time to record, and then I can press publish right as the credits start rolling, which is kind of like a loophole. I don't even know if I'm supposed to do that. And if they ever tell me to stop, I'll have to stop because I think technically I'm supposed to wait till the credits are over, but I always try to do it well, I did the, when we can. I did the last one. I set the timer for like 9.58. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. So then it worked out. Uh, but we, we have thrown around the idea of maybe doing something like this like as we're watching the show. So maybe next season we'll, we'll switch it up a bit and uh, maybe we'll record uh, the actual podcast about the episode. But then as we're watching the episode, like folks can watch with us. Maybe we'll, we'll try something like, like that. A soundtrack. We, we've talked That's about not a bad idea. Not a <laughs> I was it's, actually uh, thinking maybe this is off the record about doing that for the Kimmy Schmidt. Maybe do a, yeah. a live Record it as we watch it, and then kind of like a, yeah. a play along kind of a thing, like a riff tracks yeah, so or it, Mystery Science Theater three thousand kind of thing, but not nearly as funny. Mm. See, right? Yeah, exactly. See, the thing that's that how me and Dave do this is uh, we we become a lot more efficient at in, at, at this in the past year and a half or so, right, Dave? I'd say we're yeah. we, we've got it. We're pretty efficient with it now, and. Uh, but in many respects, we're way behind the times because I knew something like Blab was possible. Right. But it took it took the better part of like an hour and a half to figure out exactly how to do it. As you can see from like the Twitter feed, it kept saying, Brian's on Blab. He's off Blab. Brian's on Blab because I couldn't figure <laughs> it out. But um, if people want it, totally. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I mean, why not? We'll do it from time to time. Hell, we might just do it sometimes for the hell of it. Just like a surprise, a surprise, uh, 
you know, podcast, just hang out with us. Why not? Well, I'm thinking also because yeah, Vince is elaborating, saying uh, more about the fan stuff. You know, uh, it'd be cool to talk about things fans are thinking. So maybe, maybe, um, maybe we'll extend Pop a little bit next season. Uh, yeah, and, and incorporate more of that into the preview of the prior. We can do like the fan stuff. Um, you know, chat with our fans throughout the week, and then like the first part of Pop can be fan stuff, and then do our predictions at the end or something because. Obviously, we thought pop was going to be nothing, and nobody would ever listen to it. But people are listening to it. It's probably about maybe half the downloads of the actual show, right? Yeah, something like that. So, and then the one, and then like the one time, like four weeks ago, Dave and I was like, nobody listens to this bullshit. Nobody's going to care if we don't do preview with a prior, right? And then, sure as shit, like everybody starts emailing me, "Where's preview with the prior?" <laughs> so then I had to like whip one together. Um. Oh, I'm gonna answer, uh, Coach. Okay. When. <laughs> when did you stop recording uh mine's at 45 so only a couple minutes all right so i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop my recording wait i'm recording again okay never mind so to, i don't even know where it stopped but whatever so to answer cody's question how long do i think mike's been being followed i got the first idea when he had that the the most intimate conversation with Fran when he's talking about shoveling her snow or whatever. That's when I kind of got an idea in my head that Mike's being followed. Mm, so, um, but I was said, and I tweeted it earlier. Now we're going to get into Saul a little bit because we kept focusing on like, why does Nacho want to keep Mike alive or why are they saying don't shoot him because keep Mike alive? And there's no, somebody needs Hector alive. Whoever stopped Mike from killing is killing, from, stopping him from killing Hector. I think it's Gus. Gotcha. Okay. Um, the other question, what do you guys, uh, what TV do you guys watch? Uh, that's from Vince. Uh, me personally, Vince, I, I love cartoons. Like I seriously, outside of a very outside of like better call Saul and, uh, okay. Here's the thing. The only real show I watch Wait, who, right who, now. Who's that, Amanda? I don't know. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to our, oh, we, got a, we got a fifth wheel here. Yeah. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> welcome to our gab session. So, um, hey, Amanda, so the uh, the only thing that I really watch that would be like an actual TV show would be Better Call Saul. Other than that, I'm I'm all cartoons. Like like I love animation. Uh, I think I've said it before. Like if I could ever be a voice on a cartoon, that'd just be like my biggest dream come true. Mm-hmm. Love, yeah, you've always been the animation guy. Yeah, love love cartoons, and I hate most TV. Uh, the only exception to that is is. Uh, for some reason I watch Big Bang Theory and I don't even think it's that great of a show. Like I watch This conversation it. is over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's I, I just watch it and I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, like I don't know why I watch this. And I think I say that to my wife. I have to watch every, it when I go week. to dinner when I eat dinner with my mom and my stepdad. I uh so once a, every couple of weeks or once a week or so, I gotta sit through an episode of Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it's <sighs> It is what it it is, it is what it is. So, um, my personal preference, I'm obsessed with ESPN 30 for 30s and general documentaries, music documentaries, and comedies like 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, Portlandia, and Documentary Now is my new thing. Yeah. Um, Vince says he watches Horace and Pete. I've heard about that, and I did like Louie on FX. I thought Louie was a pretty decent show too. I so love like, stand up. Never saw a show. So like here and there. I'll watch, you know, TV shows, 
but uh for the for the most part like I'll, I'll, like cartoons grab me and i'll sit there and like like the thing about cartoons is like just because I'm, I'm in love with it i know how hard they are to make and i'll sit there and watch like like it, it amazes me in cartoons when something that's not flash animated which almost all cartoons are nowadays but something that's hand animated does something as simple as like a hair flowing in the wind like the little touches and details and animation amaze me because it i mean that's that's hard work but um tv shows i i just don't really watch a lot of okay you're done all right, guys, so I'm just going to do an outro real quick, and we'll hang out for a few more minutes. Okay. Okay, so uh, do an outro for any of them. Dave sucks, so his computer broke down, so I guess it's just up to me to do the outro for the commercial. For those of you listening to Nothing Important, thank you so much for listening with us. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back in a couple weeks. We have all sorts of great interviews with all sorts of great people coming up. Uh, I think this is going to be the year where we get some really surprising, like super big name people. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Thanks to uh, Vince, Cody, and Amanda for hanging out with us. And if you're only listening on It's All Good Men, thank you so much for being so awesome and affording us so many opportunities to do things that I would have never thought we got to do, and all that does is just drive uh, Dave and I to work harder for you guys to show you some appreciation. I want to thank Third City Sound, www.thirdcitysound.com, for uh, helping us out uh, with equipment and also the use of their space when Dave and I can get together in the same room. And anybody that's even sponsored us over, remember we had the radio show not too long ago for about a month. So all those guys, it's just been absolutely awesome. So I guess we could consider this the end of season one of Dave and I's bullshit podcast. And uh, season two will start in a couple weeks. Make sure to look for our Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt podcast, which is called Day Alive, damn it, which should be starting up soon. And uh, you can always find us on Twitter and at nothingimportantpodcast.com it's all goodman.com at notimportantpc at ISGM podcast and uh, just keep being awesome and as Dave says call us idiots, call us geniuses whatever, I suck <laughs>